And now if I whisper into the microphone in the front, it's actually going to have some audio go into it, unlike it was doing before. Oh man, this is going to make our ASMR sound so much crisper and better. I can't believe we're committing to this bit a second time. I think it's, I, I think stop. it's what's what we need to do. It, I think this is going to get us the views we've never gotten before. It's going to get us wow. some views from some sketchy individuals, and it's going to be up to us to determine if we want them or not. Hello everybody on the internet, welcome to Nitwick, the podcast about friends, video games, and this week, dogs. I'm Drew Fasciano, a wonderful time traveler from some point in time, future, past, present, who can say, and I really want you to know that my favorite dog breed is the Siberian Husky. I hope it's yours too, and if it's not, well, let's agree to disagree. Man, I thought you were going to say, you're wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah, I really thought that was going somewhere else. I just want to like extend positivity and connection to everyone, because for whatever reason, I think reuniting with everyone around me is suddenly a thing that's on my mind. I see what you're doing. I approve of this. <laughs> Hello, my name is Adam, uh, and my favorite dog breed are the Shiba dogs. They're the, those little Japanese dogs. I think they're super cute. I think they're super fluffy. Uh, unfortunately, they are apparently very um, opinionated and have a bit of an attitude on them, so they're very hard for first-time dog owners, so I don't know if I can get one. Yeah. Because mm. I don't want it running circles around me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Even if they're surrounded really by your Shiba. <laughs> Even if they're super cute, I, I can't have that. I can't have this dog telling me what's what and how to work, how things are going to roll. I have to tell you that, life. That, that most people want their dogs to circle around them. That's actually, that, that's typically like a good thing if, if your little, if your dogo is like around you and happy. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, that's fine, but I don't want them like pulling like mind game tricks on me. Like, oh, mm. I, you totally didn't feed me. Maybe feed me again. Like, well, mm. well, then don't get a psychic dog. Get like, get like a normal dog. Like a, like a. Oh, yeah. Like that's a. The... <laughs> That's the problem. I keep getting psychic dogs with mental powers. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is a problem. Mm. Rookie mistake. Anyways, hi, I'm Zach. My favorite dog is the Golden Lab. It's a classic. I love those dogs. They are pretty much guaranteed to be the friendliest dogs you will ever. Hmm. That I is a... I don't think I've seen a Golden Lab. <clears throat> I've seen a Golden Retriever and a Labrador. Yeah. So, well, I mean, basically it's a mix. It's It's a... A crossbreed of a golden oh, I, I figured that one, yeah. But um, I like it because they're just such friendly dogs. Oh, and I, I think bigger dogs, generally speaking, are more friendly. Like I love some smaller dogs. I think corgis are okay. Corgis are interesting. Chihuahuas are, yeah. but then like I think terriers look super super cute. But then like you ever meet a terrier, they do not stop barking and they keep going yep 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 yep. yep. Zach, as as a large human being, I I agree with your statement that that large dogs have the most fun. <laughs> Are you trying to say that, that we're, we're not starting this? I'm not doing a sizest bit. Let's not. I'm not. Well, all I'm saying, my my statement is that the bigger it is, the friendlier it is, and I am the smallest in this podcast by a, a country mile. Hmm. So I will definitely say. I am maybe the least friendly of the people here. That's all I'm saying. That's all wow. I'm saying. Hmm. We went from dogs and talking about good boys to self-dunking. An interest- We're in an interesting <laughs> podcast territory now. We are in We are in fulfilling a promise to the people, which was to talk about dogs. And by, by God, we're going to do that. Are y'all well, ready? Okay. Yes, Adam. I, I am ready. <laughs> let, me, let me dump some positivity before we start talking about dogs. Always good. Always good. Adam. Drew. Zach, you two compared to me are gigantic. That must mean you are very friendly. We are very friendly dogs. Very. And you guys are that's both a... very friendly. See, that's how I, that's how I got so tall. All of that friendliness supplement I eat. Correlation, totally causation. Same thing. Eat your eat your vegetable, kids. <laughs> it's how you'll grow big and friendly. Yes. Hey, you know what? Good traits to have. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was gonna say is. See, listeners, when we promised you dogs, we thought, are we really going to do an episode about dogs? And then the more we thought about it, the more we kind of got into it. And it was like, yeah, we're going to do an episode about dogs. Mm-hmm. To be fair, this thought process took all of about two minutes. Well, it felt right. 
You know, it just it felt <laughs> Some right. Some deep soul searching in there. We very quickly went from, are we really doing dogs? To, yes, we're really doing dogs. Also, I feel like we owe a debt of gratitude to the Can You Pet the Dog um, Twitter account slash meme that has really just mm. made dogs oh, yeah. a bigger part of gaming as a whole. And um, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, it's uh, it's an account you can follow where it informs you if in certain games you can pet dogs. And it's a shockingly large amount of games that can or have some variation on petting. And I feel like that number is just mm-hmm. rising as time goes on because now people are aware of what they need because dogs are just fun. They make everything better in some cases. It's mm-hmm. So it's it's actually one of those interesting parts of like game design because like as a game designer, you're not thinking about those sort of small interactions like petting dogs or mm-hmm. like, you know, the or, or like uh, shaking somebody's hand or the, these, again, like very small but very human interactions that people can have with the world. Mm-hmm. And so now this technology increases and more and more of these smaller actions become more available. Like people can just point out and be like, why can't you pet the dog? Mm-hmm. Like... It feels like such a natural thing you want to do, right? Like, you see a dog, it, it's, like, right there, and you're like, I want to pet the dog. It's a good, good boy. I, I want to pet this say, dog. I feel I like... Say, oh. I wonder if from the... So that Twitter account's really fun, and it, it's fun to kind of walk through it and see, like, what games you can and can't. And I'm almost wondering if there are more games that are letting you pet the dog nowadays because they want to show up on that Twitter of, like, look... You can pet this dog. I mean, it's free advertising. It's, it's it is. just yeah. a fun thing to have. And I'm sure the develop. What's interesting for me about dogs and pets and games is like, it's like this very interesting, like threshold of, you know, minimal products. Like you have the needs, you have like things that are essential to the core gameplay. And then with pets, mm-hmm. it's all fluff. Like none of it needs to be there, but it always makes the game like endlessly better and more fun. So it's kind of like, yeah. A nice to have that can like overshadow in ways that are kind of stupid, but at the same time, like people like it, so you do it, and it's like, and it doesn't even, ha- you know, it doesn't even have to be like a full animation or anything like that. Like some games are, you just walk up to the dog and like interact with it, and it kind of just even like a text box of, oh, you reach down, pet the dog, and even that feels good. You don't even need to like spend like the time. Oh, I'm gonna animate this dog. Like, no, just any indication of, hey, me and this dog are interacting. And I agree with Zach on that. It's a very small thing, but it really kind of hooks you in. And it's this very small, like, just kind of engagement point of, oh, I petted a dog. Yeah, it's absolutely like it it, it reminds it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, It it reminds me a lot of like a piece of advice John Romero gave my team like back in like college Um, was that like probably like the most important like at, at the very end like the way to make your game feel alive is to be polished and the way you do the polish is through tiny little details mm-hmm. that make the world just feel alive mm-hmm. like that just, yeah. that just fill the world with things that exist like like little swaying branches like little leaves that that move around um little like dogs that go yep characters move around yeah little dogs that yip and you can pet them like and and again it's those very small interactions and those very small sort of uh, engagement points that really help to sell the like feeling of aliveness in the game. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. It's a it's a lot of it's a lot of polish that sometimes sometimes it's not. Sometimes there are mechanics behind it. And, yeah, like, we can get into that. But I think on the most part, most of the time when there's a dog, it's like the first and foremost question I see most people ask is, "Yes, yes, this is all well and good, but can I pet that dog?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Can I just say, I, I would put money on it that any dev team that has, like, a dog, or, or any mm-hmm. dev team that's, like, working on a game that has a dog on it, someone on that team sees the dog and goes, can I pet that dog in game? I think that's an important question a lot of devs ask when they're making a game, too. I, like, I, I, like, I just don't think devs are immune to the same feeling that we all have about the dogs. They're just humans. Mm. They're just people like us. They just... You know, it's a matter of will it be approved? Can they get it in in time during yeah, the, the yeah, many yeah. hours of crunch and, and high expectation and, and meeting and whatnot? Like, mm-hmm. it's actually now, kind of an achievement if it's in if it's in a game because it means like, yeah, you got that polish in. You you got to do the fun thing you wanted. It's, you know, now, an important an important follow up to that, a caveat to this, in fact. Oh dear. If you have a dev team that looks at <clears> the dog and does not think, 
can I pet this dog? But instead thinks, can I kick this dog? <gasps> then you need to leave that dev team now. Go. Uh, run. That, that is hide. toxic behavior. That is toxic behavior. I will not stand for this. I will say, I know that there's at least one game I can think of where you can do that, but it's totally on accident. <laughs> oh, it, no. I think one, one of the Assassin's Creed games lets you walk up and, like, pet dogs or anything like that, but it also has a kick option. So if you're not careful... <laughs> You can accidentally walk oh up and God. kick dogs in Assassin's Creed. Okay, can, important question here. Is that like a oh, kick, no, like no, no. an enemy was, kick? Or is it like... I don't think it was a kick. I think it was an assassination. What? Like, you could just, what do you mean? What? Uh, okay, I think it was in Assassin's Creed 3 or something like that. But there is... Because um, whoever the hell the guy in Assassin's Creed 3 was, because he could always go up and like stealth kill stuff... There have been Assassin's Creed games where you can accidentally stealth kill, like, the animals. And you'll actually get penalized for it of, uh, your ancestors were not animal-killing, uh, savages. You go back and fix this. <laughs> That's so 100% funny. 100% on board. 100% on board. Uh, I like, I like how they're just like, you killed the dog. Fuck you. Yeah, it actually has, like, because, you know, in Assassin's Creed, you're in the Animus. It actually has, like, the Animus' warning thing of, like, uh, this is not historically accurate. This is wrong. Like, oh. <laughs> Disregard the slaughterhouse nearby, but, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. I guess, yeah. I guess on that topic, um, we should probably jump in. We, we got a question here. We've got a list of good questions. We start off with, mm. how have dogs been used in games? We then proceed to best dogs and worst dogs. You know, a little list. So let's, so, you know, brainstorm oh, a bit. You know, you already started us off with a great use of dog as a historical accuracy emulator, I guess. <laughs> and so <laughs> I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Zach's, you know, a first good use of a dog in a game, petting dog. I mean, that... This is a good use. This is a good use. I feel like they they have been given other other uses though. Like you don't just as like pet a small humanizing interaction. Um, well, you do also use them. Okay, so in a number of games, you will have uh, dog companions, yes. and it's probably the one type of AI companion that you will almost always one hundred percent forgive them for being an idiot. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> like a lot of times, you'll get human AI companions, and you expect them to act like a human. And then they do something stupid. So are you but like? Are you saying that dogs are a great way to avoid the uncanny valley because you don't have to look at a person; you can look at a dog, and like yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, like when you have a dog in a game as an AI companion, it's really it it does a good job of like masking the fact that the AI is very stupid mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's a dog. You're not expecting high level intelligence from the dog. You expect the dog to attack things. Yes, this and is true. Like, and, and you're inherently responsible for the dog. It's your pet, mm -hmm. right? It's your boy. Mm. Your good, good boy. So, yeah, exactly. It's your good, good boy. So, y you just let the dog go out. and like So, when the dog is an AI companion and they're in combat, they'll probably just attack whatever's closest. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. That's what you expect of your dog. Of course. Whereas mm -hmm. other AI companions, you expect them to maybe use some abilities mm. or to... You know, like, to, to maybe try to coordinate something. Like, you expect a back and forth with hum with, with AIs that are supposed to look like people um, because you, you know, there's something inherent in your brain that says, like, oh, they have a face. They talk to me. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't I coordinate combat with them? Why? No. What are you doing? Don't, don't, don't keep using <laughs> don't Marin and Karen. <laughs> Stop running in there. Get back here and help me. You know what I think Mitsuru, it is? From a distance. Stop it... using Marin Karen. It doesn't work. Wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry, what? Marin Karen? Marin, that's, oh, Marin Zach... Karen is an ability from Persona 3. It basically doesn't work past like halfway through the game. And even at the beginning, it's not a good ability. And Mitsuru will just spam it sometimes. You're just like, Mitsuru, what are you doing? Is Mitsuru a dog? To give context... To give context, Drew, mm -hmm. there is a dog in Persona 3 called Koromaru, okay. who is a good boy, who will attack, but it's kind of like what Zach said, is that- I'm never upset with Koromaru, though. There's something inherent about when you're playing a game and you get a human companion, um, even if the human and the dog companion have, like, the same level, there is something a bit more, I guess it's just part of the human part of us, mm -hmm. is that- you expect the, the human AI to be a bit smarter and to kind of coordinate with you, whereas the dog, 
you're kind of more taking care of it. It's more dependent on you. So when it does something stupid, you kind of feel like this, oh, I led it astray or this way. I needed to come back. It doesn't know any better. Mm. Uh, and I don't think that's anything inherent with the game or AI. I think that's literally just something with how we interact with other people mm. where you're yep. like, oh, this dog's going to go go do its thing. But if I call it, it'll come back. Whereas, you know, if you and I, Drew, are working on something and you decide to take a hike like five miles into enemy territory, I'm going to be slightly more miffed with you. I mean, <laughs> you, you should know better. I'm just taking a very long coffee break is all. Yeah, I know. But like, I'm under <laughs> I'm under fire right now. And you're the one that has all the healing items. And you need to come back here and help me. Mm, yeah, but hey, but that, that coffee break. But I mean, it's not at least it's not as bad as me who just walked just walked out of cover and directly at the enemies. Hmm. Mm, I wish I should I should have brought the dog companion. Mm, mm. Yeah. Oh well. Hold up. I mean did uh, did any I of you a... play uh, MGS5 where you can have a dog companion or you can have like human companions, yes? Like you have the option yeah. for dogs. Mm -hmm. And it always seems weird to me that people wouldn't just choose the dog because the dog is is so cute and adorable. But it would seem people do. I don't know. Sorry. This is Well, I mean I, the main I, reason I wouldn't bring the dog companion in a Metal Gear game mm. is because I don't want the dog to die. Ooh, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. That's you know, something that dogs gonna... are used for to great effect in games, I suppose. What? Uh, oh, God. Sympathy and emotion. You, uh, dogs dying is always sad. Movies figured it mm. out and games did too. You know? That's true. I, I, I always found it a bit... I always found it a bit weird that it's like, in anything... It seems like any kind of media, if a person dies... It's like, okay, whatever, and, like, there's thousands of people getting mowed down. But if a single dog gets hit, it's like, <gasps> my heart is broken. Come yeah. back and fix this. Hmm. Yeah, um, that actually reminds me, um, and I'm going to spoil Fable 2 here because it's old. I'm okay for spoiling it. At the end of Fable 2, the bad guy kills your dog. <gasps> oh, what a, what a, what a it's, piece of bad. It is, it is the most cartoonishly bullshit kill the dog moment. I can't believe this. That what a terrible video game. <laughs> I will never play and that. And then at now. the end of the game, and mm. then at the end of the game, you get uh, you get choices. You can either save, you can save a bunch of people, mm. you can screw the world, or you could save just the, the people close to you, mm -hmm. which is an mm. odd set of moral choices. But saving the people close to you also saves your dog. So you have to decide between. I'm just going to write off the be an asshole and an evil monster because no mm -hmm. one picks that option. Uh, or like you pick that option to be the evil bad guy you're role playing, right? Mm. It's that so, non-canon, that non-canon ending. Well, yeah, sure. Um, but like your choice is to save the town folks of the townsfolk of the world, like hundreds of people, or to save your dog and your family. Hmm. That and sounds more like that railroad problem of oh, there's a railroad, uh, a trolley car coming down, and you have the yeah. switch. Hmm. Hey, yeah, it's it's, it's the trolley save? problem. It legitimately is is oh my god, it is. It's the fucking trolley problem. Ooh. You know, it sounds like what you should do instead is just let it hit both. Go down one path, back the trolley up, then put it on a second path. <laughs> You know, that's not a path philosophers usually think on, Adam. Um, what's you your know reasoning what? there? I don't get oh, that man. one. You know what? I recently I recently saw the boomer trolley problem. Do you want to oh, know what dear. that is? Oh, dear. I'm sorry. This is, like, super off topic, but, like, the boomer trolley problem is... I'm Wait, gonna... boomer isn't, like, the generation? Like, yes. The okay boomer? Oh, yes. okay. What is the boomer trolley problem? I have to look this up. Sorry, audience. We're being distracted by trolley problems. We'll get the dogs. We'll um, get back to dogs in we'll a get second. Dogs in a second, but this is uh, caveat: not dogs in the trolley problem. So we'll get back to it's dog mechanics. So it's the same thing as the original trolley problem, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But one path, uh, but the path that normally has one person on it doesn't have anyone on it, and the trolley has already killed a bunch of people. <laughs> and... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then it and then the uh the quote in there is, "Would it be fair to the people the trolley has already killed to divert it now?" Oh my god. It's <laughs> so fucked up. It's just so bad. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. You can't Listen, that trolley was going to kill those people fair and square. It'd be wrong for the people that are already dead if these other people got to live. I feel like that's just the sunken cost oh fallacy, my, my dude. But yes, 
That that was the joke. Oh, it's, okay. it's a joke about Can... how boomers are like stuck in the mire of sunken cost fallacy. Okay, before this becomes now, that's what I call okay boomer. I'm gonna take <laughs> it back to dogs for a quick second. Sounds yeah, yeah. good. Just just a quick dogs. second. We 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 can spend like a fraction talking about dogs in the dog episode. So one other way I've seen dogs used in video games uh, is sometimes dogs are used as like puzzle mechanics. Oh. And generally, it's the same same kind of deal. Uh, where like in the combat example where they are a companion because most of the time if you have a dog your dog is your companion um for puzzles i've seen them use a lot of like hey the dog is gonna go sniff something out for you and track it down Mm -hmm. um I, i in this case i can think of like the there's a recent game called the blair witch game that came out recently and you're playing as a detective and you find clues and in order to kind of help figure you out through the forest, your dog can sniff them and then help you track down where they're going. Hmm. Uh, so I've seen them use the, that, those kind of puzzles. And I I want to say I've seen a couple examples where, like, the dog is, like, almost a secondary player where you'll do one thing and then the dog will go out and do something else. Hmm. Um, hmm. And you, you kind of solve the puzzle that way. That's a good boy. I, I think that's less used than the... I feel like Zach's example of, like, dogs as combat companions is probably the more common one but i have seen a couple uh, ones where you do puzzles with them you know the guy who made shadow of the colossus uh yes yeah what's his most recent game the last guardian the last guardian where you're yeah. playing with a giant bird dog and that's all yep. puzzles actually yep. thank you for reminding me i slight tangent did you know i often forget that that game already came out and i think is that ever coming out and it's like that came out three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I had the same problem. Ago. Like, it feels like so mystic, and then I didn't get around to it. And it, it correct but, me if I'm wrong, but it didn't really. I, I don't know anyone in our group that like really got hyped on it. It just kind of was this cool thing that happened. Nah. Hmm. It was a game that. Uh, so the problem, the game had some problems, but let's talk about the dog. Okay. Yeah. The dog. What is the? What is the the? It's Bird not even dog quite, Colossus's yeah. name. I don't know. I forget what it's called, but it is effectively like a dog, but it's used in the way that you're talking about. It's probably the best example I could think of regarding that. Mm-hmm. That's true. It actually it actually is really interesting because um and we're kind of getting into the second part, which is literally just gonna turn into good boys, bad uh, bad well, boys. Well, how about this? Be- um, before we get to that, let's just dogs, let's just run dogs. down a quick list of what dogs can do in games. We have dogs can puzzle, they can protect. They can make you cry. <laughs> they can. Uh, are are you saying dogs protect and attack, but they also confuse? Solve. Uh, they also do puzzles. They also okay. I, I, like they puzzle, they attack, defend, they make sad, they make happy, they, they they do a lot of like emotional stuff. Like no, but seriously, <laughs> is is Drew about to uwu? What is uwu? No. I don't okay. think so. I was going for the he he solve puzzle, he protect, but he also attack. That's yeah, the one. That's what dog do. That is a dog's function in the video game. I feel game. like I feel like there are more examples of kind of what they're doing, but we'll probably find those as we're doing. I I think what'll happen is we'll start talking about the good and bad dogs of gaming, and that'll tell us what dogs uh-huh. do, because we'll be observing them. There's there's one final function of a dog that I feel we're overlooking. Oh, what is that? Hmm. And I don't know if you guys are gonna like this. I'm ready. But sometimes dogs and games can be enemies. <gasps> Why, as a matter of fact, I have a fucking theory about enemy dogs. What is your I have a gosh dang thi- what is... This is my welcome to conspiracy theories with Adam. <laughs> I often suspect that video games have an anti-dog agenda Oof. for how fucking annoying enemy dogs are. Okay. Yeah. Zach, I'm gonna keep I, I you honestly did I, like, I need some I feel like this is just a from soul thing. Uh, just a from soft thing, really. Like so, those dogs are so rough. <laughs> I I have a list of worse dogs, and some of these will fall into that. But in general, um, as Zach points out, there are dogs that can be enemies in games, and they are often very annoying to fight because they are very fast, they're pretty small, and, like, they just run circles around you. And, like, if there's ever a dog enemy in a game, I at least for me, I kind of look at it and, like, I don't want to fight this. Yeah. This is going to be a fucking annoying... I... Like, ugh. So, so I have two minds about this. One... 
every FromSoft game, every mm-hmm. dog in every FromSoft game is just a monster to fight. Like, like the best way I've ever found to ever fight the dogs in Dark Souls, right, is to just mm. sit there with my shield up, wait for them to bounce off it, and hit them on the crack back, right? <laughs> And like play lame. Just like sit back. you have to play super lame because you just can't hit these damn dogs. And the you know, and and the dogs in those games are a little bit more like they're like they're quite vicious. They look emaciated. You still feel bad about it too. You're like, oh, I'm killing dogs. This Darn. doesn't feel Talk good. Talk about Sif there. There's there's the Sif fight that's designed to make you feel I've... bad. But even the like random enemy dogs. Hmm. Right? Do you remember in, in Bloodborne, Drew, the the fucking mutt hound things that were all mangy that would just run at oh, you? Oh yeah. Oh god. They they were the worst. I hated those. Like that's a case yeah. where like I I felt no no pain no like for the first second when you see them in the cage you're just like oh poor doggies and then when they come like snarling at you like the sympathy goes off and it's like okay bye so so here's gonna kill. Can I can I just say what happened to me when I did that because I had a slightly mm. different thing. It was like. Oh god, dogs in the case. Oh, that's so bad. And then they pop out and you're like, "Ah, kill them." And then afterwards I'm like looking around at all these dead dogs going like, "Oh god, I'm a monster." I didn't See, have that reaction. I had, <laughs> I had the opposite where it was walk For audience members, there's a part in Bloodborne where you're walking through Yarnum and you come upon this pile of cages with these dogs that are barking at you. And like, I remember getting that part and be like, "Oh, what a what a cool story of a moment. I hope they don't all pop out at me. They actually don't ever pop out at you, but I always killed them before they could. They do just pop out. Them in the ca- just killed them in the cage. They're not getting me. I got too many blood echoes on, on the line. I like how, yeah. how we all have different reactions to the, the dog scene in Bloodborne. And I'm glad we've worked Bloodborne into our conversation so quickly. We really are. I mean, we have a quota. <laughs> We're hitting our quota. So that's our shill, our shill check for this episode. <laughs> We all have to shill Bloodborne every episode. Yes. That's true. Uh, I have one more uh, thing for dogs as enemies. Sure. Um, because they cannot, like I said, they can be very fast and kind of vicious ones, but they can also be, uh, in, especially in like stealth games, they're also very difficult to navigate around because oh, right, dogs yeah. have naturally heightened senses than humans. They they can sniff stuff out. They can hear it. So it, usually when a dog shows up in like a stealth game or something, it's kind of a note to the player that this is going to be more difficult and you need to be even more careful because these dogs might be able to like track your your scent and like follow you around. They might be more alert to any noises. I can think of like the the dogs in Metal Gear Solid are sometimes harder to deal with than the people mm-hmm. because they'll they'll kind of stalk you around. They'll actually uh, hunt in packs, so there there's multiple of them. That's the other thing about dogs as enemies is they're often uh, a good way of adding uh, ads to a fight, but it's because they're already pack animals. Yeah. Sorry, so, did you say it's a good way of and adding... And the best part... Oh, I, you're saying it adds. I, I, I heard that yeah. as it's oh, a good way yeah. of adding ads to a fight. I didn't... Yeah, no, 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 not like that. Um, so so it's, just, it's basically it's a way of adding additional enemies because they are pack animals, and they will pack with both other dogs as well as humans. Mm-hmm. So, And that's some bullshit! You fight me one-on-one, doggo, like a man would. <laughs> like a man-wolf. Uh, perhaps it's time to start talking about the good and the and bad doggos, then. I think yeah. so. Can All I... Right. Just just starting on bad dogs, can I start with an example from a game I recently played with some, like, enemy dogs, but partially ally dogs? Okay, but let's be clear. This is bad dog... Bad or good dog? Um, these are bad dogs, but also kind of good dogs. It's hard to place. Okay. Oh no, morally ambiguous so dogs. We're I've off to playing, a rocky start. Yeah, we're mm. off to a rocky start. So I'm, I've been playing Divinity Original Sin 2 with some friends. Mm-hmm. Always good. And it's, we've a great time, right? Um, and at one point we come across this like bloodhound on the beach. And so one of our characters, one of the characters that we have in our party can talk to animals. And so he talks to the dog and the dog's just like, man i'm so sad my friend's missing and i hope she's okay mm-hmm. and we're like well now well now we need to save this dog right so we get down there right and we talk to these dogs and they're like strapped with crossbows and shit these are all bloodhounds literally every <laughs> dog in this game. yeah divinity gets wild um but like it's basically like set up like a combat encounter but like we talk to the dogs and the dog's like 
hey. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, like literally just like legit just lets us go. And like, mm-hmm. hey, we just want to make sure you're safe and we want to make sure you're not sick or whatever. Uh, nearby, there's another dog in a cage that's like, oh, I'm so sad. They've been feeding me human bits all this time and now I want to eat humans. And I'm like, wow. Oh, no. Wait, so does the dog communicate that via snarl? Um, as someone who doesn't no, play no, Divinity. No, the person, the person who can talk to animals was talking to this dog. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. See. Okay. You so, know, Drew, I had the same confusion, and I decided just to roll with it, because it's yeah, Divinity. No, no, no. You might as well just talk with divinity animals. Divinity is weird. Um, it's one person have a talent called Pet Pal that lets you talk to animals. Oh, um, okay. There's that, been a lot of weird conversations with rats. That seems like a game in itself. I'm surprised no one's made bit, that yet. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. So, hmm. so later on, we go back to that area after we've made some enemies, mm-hmm. and the dogs just automatically attack us. And it was the worst, one of the worst fights in that entire game because, mm-hmm. like, we could not avoid fighting the dogs. We were just stuck fighting them. Hmm. It was tragic. Sad days. Sad days, man. Sad days. But then, uh, and then, like, re- relatively recently in the game, there were another pair of dogs that were attacking us in combat. And one of our party members just just slew one right there. And I was like, oh, my God, you killed the dog. But then I was like, we're in the middle of combat. We have to kill the dogs. You didn't have to. Morally ambiguous dog. No. Mm, no. Ambivalent to good or evil. Doesn't care which one it is. Okay, so I see how that's a bad dog. Yeah. Is it time There's for- a lot of dogs in that game. Does anyone have a have a good dog? A good dogo we could speak of. I, I have I have a good dog, and Drew kind of already mentioned it before. Uh, I'm going to talk about Dee Dee from Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah. which was Diamond Dog. Diamond Dog is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I haven't played MGS Five, but one of the things I remember seeing was this trailer of war hardened uh, Punish Snake, you know, on the battlefield, and he rescues this dog. It's like, what the hell are we going to do with this? It's like. Well, he seems to like you, Snake. Well, look, he got a buddy. He's like, all right, whatever. And there's just that great shot of him, like, holding up DD to the sun. Of, like, <laughs> it's almost got this Lion King vibe. And, like, this is your diamond dog. And, like, that's adorable. Aww. Uh, and I I actually, so like I said, I didn't play MGS5, but DD is one of your companions you can bring with you. And I don't know if he's more of a like a tack dog or more like a help me stealth around and sneak stuff. I think it's a bit of both. Hmm. I think you can kind of control whether he goes to uh, jump stuff or whether he'll help you sneaky sneak around the area. Hmm. Hmm. But but I always thought that was cool. Like one of the big images of a Metal Gear Solid 5 I remember is Punish Snake just kind of standing in the wilderness with DD next to him. It's like... That's that's a good dog. I did. That's a good boy. I did see the uh, the little like um, the scenario where you get him on your team, and it is just like a really cute little interaction that happens. Like it, mm-hmm. it almost. I don't know if it's optional or not, but it, it seems like something where it felt like it fit in very naturally with the game. So mm-hmm. I was impressed by that. I was impressed by seeing that. Yeah. Seems like a like a good one. Seems like a good strong boy. It's a good dog. Yes. All right, Drew. You got a good dog, bad dog. Okay, I got. I think we should talk about a bad dog. Um, and I'm not sure how how well this fits into the dog paradigm, but I always feel like the chain chomps are dog-coded, if that makes sense. You know, like, they feel like they're they supposed very, to be dogs. They are very dog-coded. And I mm. remember them in Link's Awakening, and one of them would always bite out at me. He was, like, like pinned to the ground in this one section of town. Oh, yeah. uh, Bow Wow, yeah. Yeah, Bow Wow. And he's not even supposed to be in that game because he's not a Zelda character, as far as I care. And he always scared me as a yeah. kid because, like, he had this very, like, like these sharp teeth and, like, these wide eyes, like, on my little mm. Game Boy. So even though Chain Chomp is, I guess, supposed to be another ambivalent character, I feel like he's a bad dog. Mm. I feel like he snapped at me a lot when well, I was younger, and I don't approve of it. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. I was going to say, um, for Chain Chomp, I actually think in Link's Awakening, um, Bow Wow is supposed to be... I think in Link's Awakening, Bow Wow would be a good dog because, yeah, he does kind of lunge at you and stuff, but there's a quest line where you have to go uh, save Bow Wow. I think it's Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. If it's not Bow Wow, somebody will correct me, but I'm going to keep calling it's, it it's, that. It's, it's a dog you save Bow Wow. You save Bow Wow from these monsters, and you actually need him to... Uh, you actually have to walk mm. the dog up to the entrance of a dungeon so he can eat the big flower in front so you can get in. I, uh, 
I'm... And so I think he's supposed to—he's supposed to be a good dog in that one. I huh. in Link's Awakening. I did not see him as a good dog, though. I—you're totally right. He helps you out. He has a positive place to play in that game. But I felt like he—I just didn't like him. He scared me. He was a big scary ball say, of death. You know why he's probably scary? Did any of you ever play Super Mario 64 where there's a fucking giant chain chomp in yep. the first level that just rushes at you? Yep. And like one of the star one of the first stars you can get is you have to ground pound the spike that's holding it and release it. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's just chomping at you. That scared me as a kid. I was like, no. I don't want to deal with this chain chomp. See, that's more so that's more if... my experience with chain chomp. Like big, scary, nasty thing that pretends to be a dog to try and lull you in a false sense of security. I don't like him. Mm. I don't trust yeah. him. I don't trust him, even if he eats See, flowers. Maybe this is just because I sit in interesting corners of the internet. But the last time I saw a chain chomp, it was uh, uh, one of those Bowsette chain chomps. Well, oh no! Well, then, then it's a very bad dog, as far as I can it's tell. It's ba- bad dog. <laughs> it just looks like it looks like a rabid young woman in a dress, and I'm like, oh dear. I yes, Bowser phenomenon was an interesting one for Mario <laughs> characters. Uh, really weird. Did... That was the last time I've seen a chain chomp. <laughs> well, I, was it a good chain chomp or a bad chain chomp then, Zach? I we, don't know. Waited. How do you feel about feral children? F- feral. Mm, fair enough <laughs> let's move on before we get pulled down by the by the fbi let's talk about a good dog adam i'm sure you uh, have another good there's a good dog i'm waiting for you to mention so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you let you let you do that do you have a good dog th- a good dog in mind i think I, I do there's one good dog that i'm saving for the end because it's the best dog oh i think i know uh, your dog i think i know your dog um i'm gonna say wait a second this is hmm I got a dog. Oh, you got a dog? A good dog? I got a dog specifically, I think I mentioned this earlier, but the dog from Fable 2. Ooh, now, you did. this dog is in fact a very good dog, right? Tell us all about the Solid good dog, Zach. A plus 100% dog. But there's a there's a dark side to this dog. Uh-oh, morally ambiguous dog morally, again. Lots no, of morally not, ambiguous dogs. But it's not quite so much the dog that's morally ambiguous. Okay. You see... In Fable 2, Peter Molyneux was selling the game, and he was talking about the dogs, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, every dog will be unique. Mm-hmm. Were they that all was unique? a lie. They are all literally the same. Is this like per game, or like every dog in the game is different? Because you could like randomly generate like fur right so textures i guess yeah it's it was supposed to be that like every time you 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 had an you had your companion dog you had your pet dog really mm-hmm. in that game and peter mullen was like hey what if dog but all the same like like your your companion dog is always the same your pet your pet dog is always the same dog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um always acts the same always does the same things <clears throat> and it's just peter mullen you lied he said mm. there'd be unique dogs and he lied so but was this a good dog like i know peter mullen is a the bad dog, dog was good i will say peter mullen bad dog bad dog this dog <laughs> good dog can't do any peter tricks Molyneux at all is a bad dog all I right, mean, Peter, make a good game. Go- no, no, again. Uh, he's made good games, I think. He has. Well, so the problem with Peter, so the problem with Peter Molyneux is what that is, what has uh, Peter Molyneux made aside from Fable? He made Godus recently. Godus, oh, that man. god game that the guy still never got paid for. Yeah. So oh, they didn't pay him. Uh, so. So Peter Molyneux is known for making big promises and then just straight up not delivering on them. No, I understand. So that's that. the problem with Peter Molyneux. I understand that. It's just I'm I'm now thinking to myself, he has this reputation. He's worked on Fable, Godus. It was curious before, but he worked on something before then, didn't he? Like black and white. Black, the reason why he got famous was black and white. That's the one. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm not I'm not trying to call anyone out. I just like I I I wasn't remembering what he actually made, and I know he's prominent for reasons but this isn't dog yep. related we should get back on the dog train let's get back on let's get back to yeah. dogs 
All right. Uh, do you want a bad dog or a good dog? Give me a got, bad got dog, a Adam. I want a bad dog. A bad dog. dog? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a bad dog. Enemy dogs are terrible. Um, I'm gonna I, I put them as two entries, but I'll, I'll kind of do a combo one on this. Um, the enemy dogs in Hotline Miami are the fucking worst. Oh dear. Oh dear. Tell us all about um, the bad dogs, Adam. In Hotline Miami, you were playing as that masked killer guy, and you're going around shooting yep. up all these people, and you only get, like, one hit, um, but you can at least kind of see people and patrol them. The dogs in Hotline Miami are way smaller, and so they're often sometimes hard to see, and as soon as they get you, they just make a fucking beeline right at you, and you have to act react quickly. And until you get a handle on the game, that's really hard to do. Hmm. It, uh. It's like... But the dogs are really mean in Hotline Miami. Hmm. Uh, similarly, I was also going to bring up the dogs from any Resident Evil game. Hmm. They're also fucking mean. They're they kind of the same thing. Yeah, those or, ones are creepy. Those ones. I'm gonna put those like are the a, only dogs that you look at and be like, mm, I don't know about those dogs. I want like a, a bad dog. A special scat category for like horror themed dog because like the. Like, of Resident Evil 1, like, the dogs are super creepy. The whole jump-through-window thingy-ma-pop. And, like, you mm -hmm. said with Bloodborne, creepy, creepy fucking dog. So, like, maybe yeah. maybe we should just have horror dog in the bad cat, bad dog category. Because I feel like you can lump a lot of bad, bad nasty monster dogs together without them being mm -hmm. werewolves. I'm, I'm, so, wait, yeah. why don't... Instead of calling them... Oh, man... I, Instead of bad dogs, these are scary dogs. Scary dogs. Yeah, they're scary. They're scary dogs, and I don't know why, but my brain keep thinking, kept thinking, punish dog. <laughs> probably because we were talking about punish snake earlier. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the zombie dog in Resident Evil, uh, like one, two, three. Those guys are are awful, and there's still that like pretty famous jump scare in Resident Evil One. Where you're walking down the hall and the dog just jumps out at you and attacks you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I remember that scared a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. For me, it was the Las Plagas dogs from RE4, where they had like the t like the fucking they're called <clears throat> Cerberuses, I think, and they had all the tentacles like coming out of them ah! if, they, if they popped. Oh, and they were terrible. They had the this horrible kill, uh, this like kill takedown animation. That they jump Leon and just be like, like tearing out his throat, and you're like, ew! Oh my god! Stop! Yeah, so that's that's the thing with the dogs. I I now I'm beginning to understand why you think there's a conspiracy against dogs in video games, right? And yeah. Then like, it, pretty much, I don't know if we, at least the dogs in Bloodborne were creepy, like the big like hound looking ones, because I don't know, there's something calling them dogs isn't like good enough They're, those things are literal hounds i feel like yeah i feel like that's the difference i think in some games there are dogs and in other games there are hounds mm. like, ah. mm. of course there's also all the uh you know beasts in bloodborne like the giant werewolves and stuff like that but that's its own that, that is not dogs yeah, that's, that's its own yeah those aren't dogs i i will put one contestant in uh, cleric beast, very bad dog. Very, very bad. Very dog. loud yap. Oh very yeah, very loud bad. yappy dog. Mm. <laughs> I you like get how off the... that bridge right now. Mm. I like how the worst. Oh, cleric beast, my bad. Uh huh. I thought you were talking about Vicar Amelia, and I was that's like... also a bad dog. Very loud yappy dog. I'd say Vicar Amelia yeah, again, is the worst dog. Vicar Amelia I, I like is the worst dog worst so far. Description. <laughs> Vicar Amelia is the She's worst. She's the worst dog. dog. She's a horrible dog. <laughs> I'm avoiding the obvious joke, but she's terrible. She's mean. I don't like her. I also see the joke. You know what? I'll say this. It, I think I might have missed the joke. Don't worry. Okay. I will say the giant hound thing oh. in Bloodborne, they, those run like counter to Zach's. The big dogs are friendlier. Yeah. Because maybe Cleric Beast and Vicar Amelia are just really happy to see you. That's why they're screaming at the top of their lungs and trying to <laughs> smash you. Dirt. <sighs> That's all she's saying. She just really See? she's just trying to very say very friendly. Yeah, very friendly. That's dog. a bad hunter right there. Bad hunter for killing that dog. I don't I don't know why I did well, that. Well, now that we've diverted <laughs> now that we've diverted back to Bloodborne, let's divert back into uh I, some I wanna good claim dogs. a dog. I wanna claim a dog. I'm gonna claim a dog because no right, one's gonna find Dogo. I'm gonna claim just because it shows up a lot, the Cerberus clan. 
of dog. Cerberus being... Oh, those are good dogs. In Hades, Cerberus being in, like, almost any game with Hell, obviously. Like, Cerberus is just a fun character. Big shout out to mm-hmm. Cerberus the Clan in the Devil May Cry series, because they decided to make mm-hmm. that canon, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cute. Um, for those who don't know, um, according to the fifth entry, Cerberus is like a clan of demon dogs, and you face a Cerberus in Devil May Cry 3, and you place you face a big, big king one in the fifth game, and they are, you know, elemental magic, big scary dogs protecting gates. It's apparently just a thing they like to do, and... Cerberus is everywhere, and Cerberus deserves respect. He has done a lot of good contributions mm. to the gaming community. I'm sure everyone has. If you've played Mass Effect, then you have some run-in with Cerberus. You know, it's just it's a an omnipresent thing. Very, very different Cerberus in a <laughs> yeah, that's a, a whole different it's style more of Cerberus. A metaphorical Cerberus. dog at that point. They still attack. They still protect. They still do sketchy shit you don't want them to do. You know, they still, they're still human supremacists. I don't know about that one. I don't know if dogs are human supremacists, but in Mass Effect. No, no, he's saying Cerberus and Mass Effect is a a human supremacist organization. Oh, yes, yes. That's, I I see what you are saying. I understand. Okay. Oh, right, right. Uh, Because the listeners may not know about what I'm talking about. I always forget that. Yeah. Thank you. I am sorry. I did not catch that. (laughs) (laughs) I do like this idea of like, are dogs human supremacists? Like, (laughs) They wouldn't be because they would want to be in charge. Unless they're like the good boys who are just like, no, no, people are great. They feed me. Let let them do what they want. I just thought of one. (laughs) What? I just thought of one. What? Um, So I was just talking mad shit about every dog in Resident Evil. There is one exception. Mm -hmm. In Resident Evil 4, that dog... And I don't know if the dog has a name. The only thing I know about it is um, at the very beginning of chapter one in Resident Evil 4, you come across this dog caught in a bear trap. And you're like, oh, no, what do I do? And if you open up the bear trap, the dog will run off. And as you continue your adventure, uh, Leon is attacked by an El Gigante. (gasps) And it's this giant monster Mm. thing. And if you've saved the dog, the dog shows up to help you and knock and gets a free knockdown on the the giant. That's awesome. And then he runs off. That's like, a awesome. Dog. That's a good boy. That's such a good dog. That's a good boy. That's a good one uh, right there. I have it listed. I have it listed here as, hey, it's that dog because I don't know what its name is. I don't think it has a name. I don't think it ever comes back up again ever. It's just, look, it's a dog. The dog saves you. Mm. that's such a good boy excellent boy excellent excellent many a treat many a treat in this zombie world for that little dog attacking big scary monsters i like them okay so how many more you guys got because i got two good and two bad dogs i got i got one big big boy robot dog named dog from half-life 2 that isn't really a dog but i want to count him because his name is dog and i like him quite a bit yes um, I have, I have like one mm. dog. Can I just, can I just give my praise out? I feel like at this point it's just like pour outs for, for dogs because they've all been so good. <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's, that's the point we're at. These are just pour outs for good dogs. And I'm pouring some out for dog in Half-Life 2, who is a big mm. giant robot that helps you traverse a big dystopia. He can lift big, heavy objects. He can catch almost anything that has been thrown in his way and he will like skittle off and get it and bring it back to you uh his ai is like genuinely impressive for the time and Mm -hmm. you feel i felt a weird little connection with him when i was playing i was like oh man this guy is great he's like my big my big protector dog guy and he will never lead me astray and unlike many other games um he didn't lead me astray nothing bad happened with him he was just like my good friend who hung out and and of the terrible things that happened to everyone else in that game, my giant robot friend was relatively okay. So, you know, there you go. Good dog. Good dog. Good dog. Good dog. You did it. Really good dog points. Uh, I I will go with a, a quick bad dog. Mm. Um, trying to think how I want to word this. Because now that I'm looking at it, I kind of don't care about this one. Is it- I had Duck Hunt Dog listed as a bad dog. <laughs> actually that's a but great one like, we gotta include you know him. what an asshole dog's like oh you miss <laughs> just laughing you i fucking hate that. i i did, give him did, all did the you negative guys points ever play? no treats did, did you for you guys him. ever play uh duck hunt 
You know, I've played like like on the NES weird emulators of it. I don't know if it's quite the same. Like I've played like little mm. like you move a mouse around and you kind of click, but I don't think it has the yeah. same bite as like holding up the the NES gun and being like, ah, I missed. I still hate it. I was just gonna say, I, I don't know anybody that played Duck Hunt who didn't at some point get very upset and try to shoot the dog. Because mm. I, I know I tried to, because he's just sitting there laughing. You're like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. I hate you, dog. <laughs> mm. ah, I've not been in that okay. situation. I've not been in that situation. Uh, I'll go with my last bad dog, and then it'll only be good dogs for me. All right, let's, let's get all the bad ones out. All right. This is going to be a stretch. The Sheba dog from Silent Hill 2 is a very... Very bad dog. I don't know what, uh, what you're talking so about. So, in Silent Hill 2, you play as James Sunderland, who gets a note from his uh, from his wife, which should be normal, except that she's been dead for three years, so that's kind of weird. Mm, little so sketch, little he sketch. Goes back, he goes back to Silent Hill, and, and you guys know Silent Hill 2, just creepy romp through a creepy town full of weird psychoanalytical stuff and just crazy bullshit happening. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the game's endings, James happens upon a hallway and is able to enter it. And inside, he finds a happy little Sheba dog plinking away at the control panel. And you find out that this entire time, this little dog was behind all of it. Mm, mm. This, this, this dog was taking you through a fucking hell nightmare scape. And, and James is crying because he thought he was about to find his dead wife. And instead, the dog hops down, gives him a little lick on the face, and we're, the game's over. We're done. What? That's a bad. That's a bad dog. That's that a is, bad. That that's a mean. A really that, that's bad dog. That's sad. Fuck that dog. That's a very bad. That Shiba dog is the fucking worst. And I get that it's supposed to be like ooh a joke ending, but I always thought that was like crazy that they imply like yeah this dog is actually just here to fuck with you. Is that there's no point. Is that like? There's no reason this dog is here. Is that like canon huh? to the game? Like, is that like, like this is technically no, what's it, going on the whole way through, even if you don't get that ending, or is it just like a complete? No, no. It's um with Silent Hill. There's a bunch of different endings. Um, like there's the dog ending. There's the alien ending. There's stuff like that. Uh, it's actual ending, like the real ending. That's what's actually happening. But these are like fun one-off things. You have to do special conditions to access mm-hmm. they're generally only accessible after you've beaten the game originally mm-hmm. so it's kind of like hey i'm gonna play a new game plus and i'm gonna go get this new this new ending mm-hmm. kind of deal i see uh i i think the dog shows up in other endings in other games as like a what the hell is this dog doing hmm. why is he being so mean hmm. Hmm. so that remember when i said that i would love to have a shiba dog yes i don't want this shiba dog to take me through a nightmare hellscape no, no. Well, that's why that's why the sheep dog is the bad dog. That's why you don't want one. That's a bad. That's a bad dog. Bad. That sheep dog is a bad dog. No, no treats, no bones, nothing. Nope. I'm not even gonna pet. I don't even want to pet the dog. I don't even want to pet that one. It's not worth a pet. No, that one's a bad dog. No, it's a bad one. It's a bad. Okay. One. It's time for good ones. Give me time for some good dogs. Goodies. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's there's one I'm one holding one. off, but I want I you to have it because dogs. I feel like I feel like Adam, this is your dog, and I feel like we're on the same oh, page. Yeah for the the good the goodest boy is my thought okay i okay the best dog i'll save for last but i wanted to bring out sif because what dogs Sif's, do people have i have a lot of dogs i think about in video games okay <laughs> what did you guys think about sif good dog or bad dog uh, good dog 100 good, good dog great dog Excellent great dog, dog. Protecting, are you kidding me protecting like, to the bitter end like has has a sense of honor great dog Great. That is an enemy dog that makes you feel like the bad guy. Excellent you are dog. the bad guy. For people who don't know, when you're uh, when you're in the woods, you eventually come upon this grave of this lo- of this old swordsman called Artorius. And as you approach it, the the moon is covered, and you look up, and there's this giant ass wolf just staring at you. And this wolf picks up a sword, and now you have to have a sword fight with a wolf. And it fucking sucks. Because the wolf, yeah, like he's wolf really gets tired he's as really you fight him. To... He gets tired oh, as fuck, you fight him. I just thought him. of another dog. <laughs> oh no! Ah! Oh no! Um, but yeah, it, it's just like that was a really good moment, and I like the great. Uh, I like Sif fight a lot, just because it's like 
At some point, he starts limping, and, like, the fight becomes infinitely easier, but you feel really bad. Because yeah. you're, you're like, beating up a beautiful creature. You're being a horrible person. Now, mm. what you could do is you could purposely die to Seif and never mm. enter that dungeon again. Never but, go there. Do you actually need anything? For, oh, no, yes, you, you do. Yes, you do. Have to, because you have to, to get to the... Uh, the, the abyss um, you need the, the abyss, the, the yeah. abyss walker's ring i was gonna say can you just leave him alone it's like no uh drew did you ever play the dlc and see the special bonus scene you can get with sith no what what, what happens oh so um if if you have the artorius of the the abyss dlc and you go and do that dlc first uh that whole campaign takes place in the past so you will find a young sith and if you go there, you can rescue Sif from, like, being in the Abyss, and you can actually summon him to help you fight. And when you go back to the present, he actually remembers that you helped him in the past. So when you fight, he actually gets really sad when he realizes who you are. You still have to fight him, but he's very... His ears are all drooped, and he's looking not so great. He's like, oh, I gotta kill this dude who helped me, because I gotta protect my master's grave. Oh, This is a yeah. This is a bad day for me. Oh, um, okay. So we we have dog. we've got good dog. We've got bad dog. May I propose sad dog? Sif is a sad dog. He's a sad, a sad pupper. Dog. He's a sad one. I'm gonna call him a pupper. Okay, Drew. I'm gonna call him a pupper here. Sad, sad pupper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what dog do you think I have on my list last? Adam. Knowing you, knowing your appreciation for dogs and and ink and the elements, yeah, uh-huh. go forth. Oh, go forth. Introduce us to the great, the greatest of of spirits. best dog is best dog is Almaterasu. Yes, it is. Ah. Yes, it is. From Okami, that's the best dog. That's a god dog. It's a, god, a, dog. It's a it's, god. It's a goddamn dog. It's a goddamn. So we dog. got we've got good dog, we've got bad dog, we've got sad dog, and we have god dog. That's right. Dog god dog 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 god dog god. <laughs> Adam, would you, yeah, would you like I, to just? I rank. Uh, would you like to just uh-huh. introduce Amaterasu for those who don't know the god dog? So Amaterasu is the character you play as in the game Okami. Okami is this fantastic. Uh, Zelda-style uh, adventure game, basically through Japanese mythology. Uh, it's it's just a fantastic game, and you're playing this game as Amaterasu the the wolf. Um, I like that game. The a Sun lot. Wolf, if I remember right. Yeah, I think she, this is where I I don't really really go because I know for a fact I'll mess up Japanese mythology because I can I can never remember exactly what all is it, but I think this is the one who uh hid in a cave for many years until until somebody was able to open it and then came out and the sun returned but if you were to go play okami you too would get a primer on japanese mythology i haven't played okami in quite a while uh i actually just picked up the hd version not too long ago so i'm going to play through that at some point but uh i'll speak specifically about okami the game that's a really good game, and that's a really good dog. Because mm. you just you're playing as a dog, going around helping people, and all of the people are like, "Thanks, dog, you're the greatest." Also, an accomplished artist. Yeah, because in Okami, uh, Amy uses her tail as a brush, and you can stop the game world and paint different pictures and do different effects and stuff like that. You can paint bombs to explode. You can swipe things and cut them. Uh, but I guess for me, the thing I always liked was that all of the village people that you're helping don't realize you're Amaterasu, they just think you're a nice dog mm-hmm. who has gone around and helped everybody. And it's really weird of like, oh, thanks, puppy. I can't believe you just cut down three trees and harvested the fish god's scales. That's crazy for a dog. Have some praise. And it has one of my favorite things in a game where, as a literal deity, you are collecting praise from people, and that's how you level up. Oh. So yeah, uh, Amaterasu, best best dog. Mm. So here's something interesting. Amaterasu, the most central figure of the Shinto religion. The sun is always mm-hmm. a really important part of any religious mythology, and Amaterasu is the goddess of the sun. Uh, now, in Okami, is did I mess up? Mm-hmm. Is the game called Okami? No, you know the game's called okay, Okami. Okami. Yeah. Um, why is Amaterasu a wolf? Right. Because Amaterasu, the goddess from the Shinto religion, has nothing to do with wolves. <laughs> um and and here's the reasoning 
Amaterasu is called Amaterasu ok- uh, Omikami, which means the mm-hmm. great goddess who shines a light from the heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Omikami part can be read as Okami, uh, Okami, which mm-hmm. is the same reading as the word for wolf. It's believed mm-hmm. that the reading uh, that the reading the reading for the kanji does come from the word uh, Omikami, which means great goddess. So basically, the reason why Amaterasu is a wolf in Okami is because of a pun. Welcome to Japanese games, where something that seems really important, it's actually just a really dumb pun. <laughs> yeah, that's something I've learned about. This is the beautiful part of a Japanese language, is that sometimes something seems absolutely profound when in reality, somebody made a pun. <laughs> I'm actually really glad you, you went and looked that up, Zach, because I, I remember reading that long ago, and it was like, I was like, I'm remembering half of it, but I didn't want to say it unless I actually could remember the full thing. But yeah, it, it's exactly what he said. It's about this pun. Um, it's, it's a pun. Really... Like, because great goddess and mm. wolf sound really similar in Japanese. So they just did yeah. a pun. Uh, you know, Drew, I actually was surprised you didn't mention one. I thought you would. Hmm. Which, which one are you talking I, about? I, I thought you were going to mention Blade Wolf. Oh, yeah, from uh, Revengeance, right? Yeah, the fucking robot dog uh, who starts off as a bad dog, but then becomes a good dog, <gasps> and then becomes a free dog. Oh, free dog. You know what? We, we should throw that in there. Category robot that. dogs deserve credit, too. I just feel like then we have to include Rex and Ray as well. You know, like all the Metal Gear, the, the whole Metal Gear family. But those aren't dogs. Rex Rex is a fucking Tyrannosaurus, and Ray is an I don't know what. He's the sea dog. He's he's a big sea dog, is what he is. He's a big big mean fish guy. That thing has fucking no. <laughs> fucking fins and legs and a you tail. He's more need, of a stingray. You definitely need Metal Gear is just be like dogs stuff. to me. I feel like they can all be dogs, but Blade Wolf will represent the dog. I have Google image search the Blade Wolf because I I haven't seen this character before. And it looks like a good dog to me. Mm-hmm. But the part that's getting me the most is that, you know how Google Image Search will give you, like, further, like, um, options in terms of, like, the images you're searching for? Mm-hmm. Yes. The fifth option just says anime. Zach, I don't know if you know this. Metal Gear Revengeance for as how hard it's trying to have some great political message. And it actually does have some great insights. That's the most anime shit I've ever looked at. But, it literally can't, it needs to stop it being anime. Excuse me. Is this, that's not Blade Wolf. Um, but it did lead me to this picture, which I'm going to show you. And I want you all to just bask in whatever the hell this image is. Oh, boy. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, It's like a cutesy write-in with a weird, deformed blade wolf and you know what whatever it's oh, it's a thing it's uh, it's the, the internet i did have one thing i was going to bring up about okami is that um there actually is a sequel to okami oh. um called okami den where you play as amaterasu's son shibiturasu and this little it's a think of amaterasu the big dog or the big wolf mm-hmm. yeah. shibiturasu is this little wolf pup and you play as that oh, and it's just adorable it's adorable is it so cute is it like a oh so was that like it, a 3ds one was like a spin-off or something um yeah it, it was a ds sequel um that a lot of people don't know about hmm. um because they, they'll be like hey where's okami 2 it's like well technically uh there is an okami 2 where you're playing as uh the son of amaterasu and the kid of Kushina and Susano. And it's like, that's a that's a cool idea for the game. Uh, I will say recently, Hideki Kamiya um, went on Twitter and was saying something about how he really wants to make an Okami 2. And everybody was like, does that mean it's confirmed? And he says, sure, why not? It'll happen eventually. Oh, that is, uh, that's like the like, worst uh, thing you want to uh, hear. That's the worst thing. You don't want to hear like, that. It, yeah. Okay, well, that's it for me, and good dogs, bad dogs, and god dogs. I, I'm I'm tapped out. My list is done. That's okay. Yeah, we that, was a very, dogs. that was a very significant list. We um... One final dog to mention. We brought him up earlier, but I also want to give a small moment for Karamaru from Persona 3. Hmm. That's a good dog. That's a good dog with a very sad backstory. 
Has that, that every character from that game. Yeah, it is sad dog. It's in the sad dog category. It's, <laughs> so it's it's a dog whose owner died essentially. Mm, I see. Mm. Well, I, it's so as can with I just, most, and it, it fits in with the rest of Persona Three because no one's happy in that game. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like, wow, this dog's owner's dead. <clears throat> ah, this must be Persona Three. I already feel like killing myself. Well, on that happy note, we have talked a lot about dogs. Is there is there anything else we want to do um, before we we wrap up this lovely episode? Um, any any final dog talks, dog puns, anything at all, anything at all, guys. Dogs are fun in game. I think more games should have dogs. Ooh, excellent closing. I like fun having around. I like dogs, but I also like how they bring a sense of interactivity to the game. They make the world feel more alive, mm, as we mm-hmm. mentioned way earlier. I, I really like that aspect of the dog. They're a positive contributor. I think we're. I think we're done. <laughs> well, not yet. We need. We need a lesson of the day. Is what I'm thinking. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson. In Fire Emblem Three Houses, you can now give gifts to the dogs and cats in the game. Unfortunately, you still can't pet them. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Zach. And really, Fire Emblem Three Houses devs, the fuck's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. You can there. give cats fish, man. <sighs> yeah, but like, just want to pick the dog. I don't want to give it things. I know. Give, give pet. Uh, listeners, thanks for joining us on this dog gone adventure. Eh. If you hey. like what we do, if you want to hear more from us, if you want to say hello, if you want to leave any little comments or feedback, you can always reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or with the internet at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team, N-I-T-W-I-C, at gmail.com. Um, next time, we're going to be talking about more video games and more cool stuff, so stay tuned for that. And if you have anything you want to suggest, you know where to send it. And with that said... I'm ready to peace out. Y'all, y'all ready? Y'all done it? Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.